here we are. <laughs> We're going. Do I have to? I don't have. Do I have to? I don't have to. Have There's nothing you have to do. Welcome to the holding space. With that note, um, I'm here with my friend Brianna Cabrera. Uh, Hello, Brianna. Do you want to introduce yourself to the folks for anyone who might be listening but might not know you? Sure. Um, so as Matthew said, my name is Brianna Cabrera. I am a 24-year-old Puerto Rican and Dominican woman born and raised in the Bronx. I am a licensed social worker and currently a psychotherapist. And yeah, that's that's me right now. <laughs> that's really the latest, too. Congratulations on all that. It is Thank a celebratory celebratory. <laughs> Celebrate. It's when you uh, celebrate the uh, berries in your life. Yes. It's, a, it's a holiday. Yes. It's very important to me and my people. Um, mm-hmm. Spreading information. That's really what the holding space is really about. <laughs> but welcome to the holding space, Brianna. Thank this you. Is your first time in this space because it's such a new space. I'm Unless honored to be here. I'm very excited <laughs> for the process and to hear all the other episodes. So thank you. <laughs> so why are we here, Brianna? Do you do you want to give the people a little bit of information, or I can? Sure, but I want to I'll, give you I'll, a chat. I'll do like an opening sentence, and you will give all the deets. Um, <laughs> so the basic gist of today's episode is to talk about um, isolation, but also connection, and like <laughs> that was isolation. A bad We're talking about connection today. Um, so, you know, like staying connected to others, but also recognizing like when it's beneficial to, you know, be kind of more isolated, you know, self-care and all that stuff, but also how those lines blur and when you, you, you take over. <laughs> well, I was, I mean, that was perfect. I was just going to add, and I think that's where you're going and when those things go a little bit too far to one side or the other, because yes. everything life yep. is about balance. And I do think isolation is an important place to talk about as well as connection there i think what i'm thinking about right now i mean let's just dive right in they seem like opposites they're they're concepts that seem like opposites but are very much like not and they kind of need each other and kind of sometimes coexist Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. i did this long story short i did this I do birthday photo shoots, right? Like you, Brianna knows that and most people who know me know that. But if you don't know me very well, then you don't know that I do that. But that's something I do <laughs> like every year. It's it's a tradition and every year has a different like meaning or theme or something I'm trying to convey to myself or to, to others. Uh, and when I was 21, which was a few years ago, not that long ago, but a few years ago, we're young, I, we're young. We're young yeah, um, <laughs> I did a photo shoot that was kind of about mania and and mental health but also mental illness and this idea that it can be very isolating even when you're with people and like that's kind of the same thing like they're not opposites they can exist in the same spaces in the same moments in the same Mm -hmm. you know experiences um and actually that photo shoot was really dope it was like a fake party photo shoot it's like colorful with lights and feathers and rhinestones and it was but it was also me looking really sad into the camera because the idea was that sometimes like that's how I feel even in the middle of like joy and celebration and and that's okay uh so let's let's dive in uh and focus on now because I made a comment before we started recording full disclosure Brianna and I had already been on the zoom call talking (laughs) um and I made a comment about like like have fun but I was like or don't I mean I'm not really but here we are and it wasn't it, it isn't about like I mean I'm having fun right now to be honest and those things can change very fast but you know I think an important thing about this topic is that sometimes connection or choosing to connect with others is based on commitment right like we both made a commitment to be here in this space together today at this time and yeah, we made we made a choice to honor that commitment, right? Like, yeah, there is some kind of element of of being confined to like promises or or obligation, but really there was a choice to honor said commitment and not back out from that. And I think, you know, it's those moments of choice that we really get to live in those moments of connection uh, because it really does take you choosing to, I don't know, like especially right now like 
Mm -hmm. If you're watching on YouTube, we are on Zoom, which means that we are apart. We are in our own homes. And it really is a choice. It's not like Brianna is here. It's not like she showed up at my door and, and knocked on my thing. Like the choice was to get on the Zoom call and set things up and start the episode, right? Um, what moments, Brianna, do you feel like you are choosing connection uh, recently in, in current life? Mm. Yeah, recently it's definitely a lot of Zooms, um, you know, right, whether right. it's I have a group of friends from college and we do a game night every once in a while. So, mm. you know, we have a group text and we're like, when is everyone free? Like, does this date work? Does this time work? Um, and we set it up and we do That's it. It's so cute. And we've had a few instances where like someone's like not really in a socializing mood, but, you know, we went through not the trouble because we want to do it, but, you know, <laughs> we went through the trouble for lack of better phrase um of like finding a time that worked for everyone with everyone's schedule um and whatnot and she was like you know I'm not really going to talk but I just wanted to see everyone and be here and like still participate in the games we're like that's great thank you like you do what you got to do we're here and that's what matters most especially in these times um so it's been a lot of that um phone calls Mm. which I I still have a pretty fair amount of like phone calls or like people that I call as opposed to text but most of my communication does tend to be texting and I feel like that's something that a lot of people can relate to with the forever advancements of technology and whatnot and quick communication and efficiency and whatnot um but that came to mind because I have one friend who once in a while out of the blue will just call for a quick like 30 minute checkup and like catch up like what's up what's going on in your life and the first time it happened I really wasn't expecting it and I didn't answer (laughs) no I did answer I did answer (laughs) but I was really thrown off I was like hi is everything okay like what's up he was like yeah I'm just calling to catch up and I was like okay like okay I I can do that now but why um and it's still something that like when it happens I'm a little thrown off but I'm like you know what this is actually really nice and a nice different way to stay connected so I'm gonna yes accept this call (laughs) and like do this and it's really fun it ends up being really fun and nice well it Um, feels like a huge part of i mean it seems obvious and i guess it is stating the obvious and that's okay because we are here just unraveling it um a huge part of connection isn't just speaking to people or talking to people but communicating like listening to the story about your friend group who does the game night and hearing about your friend who had like that moment where she was like look I am not in a space to be social but I want to be in this space with you guys virtually here's how and like communicating really those Mm -hmm. conditions because sometimes connection is conditional and like situational and and subject to change or flux or be very specific and I think a huge part of it is from what I'm hearing in in your experiences is like communicating those kind of uh, barriers in which you can connect with people. Um, Do you feel like that is something that you feel more equipped to do now uh, versus in the past? Or what, what is your own experience with like, communicating how you need people to like connect with you Mm. I I do think it's something I've grown a little more equipped to do now I did a couple weeks ago in a a big zoom call um (laughs) I was like hey not gonna talk but I'm here (laughs) they're like cool thanks um whereas before I feel like I would either force myself to go because I like to whatever the thing is like not even I don't know when when I said that I automatically thought of parties and I'm like I didn't really go to parties but whatever gathering <laughs> right. it to was the like event, I to the said I was gonna go to and I was like well I don't want to just back out even though I d- I'm not really in the right headspace for, for this so I would force myself to go and I'd still have like a fairly good time but you know for the most part I was still like in my own head which comes back to the topic of all of it being connected and being able to happen at the same time so it would either be like that kind of situation and I wasn't really present or I know a couple times I've like told one person that I really trust like I'm really not cool or good for this right now but like I'm here 
But then I felt bad because, I mean, I was grateful that they would check up on me Mm -hmm. throughout whatever the event was. But then I was like, I'm taking them away from their own experience because I'm here and I told them that I wasn't really equipped to be here. So now Mm. with the changes and recent events or whatever that have happened, I do feel like I'm more willing to just be like, hey, I'm here, but like this is what's going on or if I do if it is bad enough that I need to back out I'm like hey I can't make it but like really say why not just make some excuse yeah well that oh my god there's so much (laughs) like that came up in our last episode we talked a little bit about this idea that like all of the things that are happening in the world uh you know featuring pandemic featuring you know political featuring Mm -hmm. whatever um really have opened up this new world of honesty and like just like no bullshit like here's what's going on I can't show up I can't do the thing I'm not feeling good um and and that really does play out in in connection I also wanted to say that like just to respond to what you were saying because I got really excited and then I completely like once I was like practicing my listening I was like okay I understand why that's not exciting on your end but on my end i get really excited when people are honest with me about how they're feeling at events i i don't you know i know we all don't like to be that person i think that's it like we all yeah. like to be the person but we all are like oh my god yes oh my like, god we're happy like, to you... be there for them right, right right and that's such a weird like thing about connecting is sometimes two people in one union could have opposite feelings about like the way that they need to be in that space and Mm -hmm. sometimes it's more uncomfortable to be on one end than the other but genuinely like sometimes I have to remind myself okay how do you feel when people do this to you or like how do you feel when people come to you with that this kind of problem or Mm -hmm. this kind of um need because it's about needs like you know you communicate your needs and like people show up and I think I learn. I have to learn that every time I go through it. Like, it's not like something you learn and you're like, oh, okay, this is like, I mean, at least not for me. It's it's not something that I'm like, oh yeah, I know people are going to show up if I just express my needs. It's like every time it's like me having to get over the hill of speaking up right. so that people can be there for me uh, or I can be there for others. Because like you said, sometimes I can't be there for others if, if I'm not honest about my ability mm-hmm. to be there for others. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... I think what's interesting, you know, we've been talking about, you know, okay, showing up when you don't really think that you are like at a level where you can show up or showing up, you know, or making room for others who aren't uh, in a space to, to show up fully. But then there's the other side of it, right? Like for me, sometimes it is, it is not pushed through and it is shut down. Like I am a person of social convention. I can admit like, if I say I'm going somewhere, I feel really bad if I don't go that, to that thing. But sometimes when things are really bad and I can't like push through like a bad mental health day or like a, a dip in, in my energy or my emotions, it becomes time to like distance myself emotionally right now, physically in the past um, from those that I care about. And it's, it's along the same idea that you were talking about earlier you were saying i don't there's a part of you that doesn't like to confide in people about um not being in a good place because you don't mm-hmm. want to take away from their their joy or their experience and for me i think that's the same concept of why i, I think i um retract myself it's because i'm like i don't want people to feel like they have to be aware of me all the time mm-hmm. or like so brianna and i go back Many, many moons. Uh, not that many moons, you know. We are still young, but many moons. Uh, <laughs> and we have inhabited many spaces together, uh, including middle school, high school, theater programs, uh, music spaces, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, fun. You know, <laughs> create- just fun. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, social spaces. <laughs> and in those spaces, I think there are a lot of times where because it's been so many years that we have been in the same space where I have felt like I needed to retract. And usually that literally means, especially back when we were all together in person, uh, it really meant like literally like getting up and, and leaving for a moment, maybe mm-hmm. disappearing for <laughs> like a spell. Um, and there are like more more nuanced moments where I think that disappearing is internal and like, 
I mean, once you get really close to people, you can really clock when people are retracting into themselves. But what does that look like for you? Like, what are the moments where you're like, I just, I need to not affect my surroundings right now? Mm. That's a good question. Uh, I know. Like, I pride myself on good questions. (laughs) You do have good questions, so. We've also done a couple of things like this where it's not not an interview but like we've had conversations right right like this and matthew usually gets some real good questions <laughs> um like the times where i have chosen to not affect my surroundings we're usually with friends like it's never really happened with family mm. which is a whole another conversation about like obligation to family and what that's like with different dynamics and whatever that's true, that's true. um I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it all really just comes down to whenever I feel like it might actually have, like, a big negative impact, I guess. Mm. Like, like there's one, there's the one level where, you know, you go and you're there, but, like, not really. There's another level where you go, you're there, but not really, and you let someone else know. You let them in. And then... I feel like the level where I'm like, now we're not going to go there is like, if I go, not necessarily because I'm going to do something crazy, but like, if I go, like, it won't just be that one person I tell, like, everyone's going to pick up on it. Every, yeah. It's going to become the thing of the night. It's going to become uh, like something and they don't need that. I don't want that. That's also not going to help the reason why this is a problem in the first place so like let's just not have that happen and those are hard moments i think those those moments where you i don't know like where when some level it's like oh it wouldn't be nice to do this thing or go to this event but realistically you're like this is a moment where i have to step aside or step you know take myself out of the situation and really like be by myself and that is Mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that i think that's I kind of like the point it's hard and like uncomfortable and like a decision that people like have to make at their own discretion in those moments but it really is important to be able to be alone um, whether it be because you're in turmoil or because you know you just want to enjoy your own time Um, a lot of my life I feel like I spent like metaphorically or literally on my own. And I didn't like it because it wasn't necessarily by choice. And then once I started relying on social connections and people, I think I started leaning onto that as like codependency, like then I couldn't really be on my own. Mm. Um, And it wasn't until like moments of like extreme codependency or like really toxic um, situations that I, found myself able to be on my own but like again everything is like not by choice in this in this situation but like because of that I really then made the choice to to find moments where I can find solitude and do things on my own and and there was this period I think 2018 2019 where I was really embracing these things that were uncomfortable for me like the idea Mm. of like something as simple as like going to the movie theater by myself or or like just spending time doing things without needing another person to do them with Mm -hmm. it was a really foreign and uncomfortable situation or concept to me but really learning the difference between moments where I felt lonely and isolated from people and moments where I chose to like be on my own which Mm -hmm. isn't really the differentiating factor though because you can still choose to be on your own and you still fall in the category of being lonely and, and isolating yourself because Again, it's all about balance, right? Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we have to go too far to one side of the spectrum to really remember that there needs to be a balance. There needs to be both sides. Um, Do you feel like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess my question about that is kind of, are there moments where you feel like you can really acknowledge the difference between, oh, I'm, you know, enjoying my alone time in my solitude right now or like oh this is me isolating myself and this is not the healthy way to like mm. deal with the situation 
Yeah, I feel like for me at least, um, when I know it's starting to go too far in the isolating extreme is when the prospect of then like reconnecting in a sense to other people be um uh produces anxiety Mm. um so it's like you know there are the times where i'm like yes i'm alone like not really chatting with people let's say for a week whatever i've never actually really done this but you know (laughs) you know i'm just gonna be by myself for this amount of time i'm gonna focus on me do things i like this is great if that goes on too long and then like let's say someone texts me and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, how do I respond? Like, it's been so long. Like when when ruminating thoughts like that start to happen mm. as a byproduct of me choosing to be alone, that's when I know it's going to the isolating extreme. And I'm like, yeah, no, this can't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, I mean, I don't know, because it's also like so specific to the situation. I feel like usually when I'm in those states, things aren't super great like things aren't super like you know like I'm just like oh I have to like cocoon myself to work through all these things and when I'm Mm -hmm. done I can come out and like connect with people in a positive way but right now you know this is all negativity and I need to like contain Mm -hmm. it it's it's really I think my moments of of isolation are really more about containing like I need to contain this fire before it spreads and Mm. if I snuff it out then I can connect with people and I think there's this level of like not wanting to let people see me in a state of working on something, yeah. whether it be myself or a situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because it's like, I really love connecting with people, but like when it comes to those moments, I think it's really hard for me to like want to let people in or let people see yeah. certain things. I mean, I think it's hard for most people. Like that's a very vulnerable state as are many vulnerable states. And that's usually where we fall short of letting people in because it's hard. Mm. Like we don't, if, especially if it's a a state where like, you don't like yourself in that state, it's like, okay, I don't like myself. They're not going to like me. I'm not going to let them see this. I need to get it together before I'm, they see me again or Mm. before I let them in again. Yeah. Cause you, you know, you never know how someone's going to respond no matter how long you've known them or whatever and that's just a constant fear that I think a lot of people go through I know I go through it um so then it's really like with me it's fighting when you were um sorry pause when you were (laughs) going through the like let's call it imagery of you know snuffing out a fire before letting it spread the immediate counter thought that I had was or you know the other people might have water to help you put it out. Yeah. It takes a certain amount of vulnerability to really connect with anyone, like in a holistic Mm -hmm. way. Cause I, I think, I think about like connections I've had in the past or connections I've kind of seen from the outside um, that have fallen apart due to many things, but like a, a huge factor in some of these things are like feeling connected to someone because you like, talk to them or or in like some kind of friendship or like whatever with these people but there really isn't this sense of a vulnerability and so that thing can only be up into a certain point like your friendship with someone can only grow or like be grounded and rooted to a Mm -hmm. certain extent if you're never really vulnerable with them and and that not all friendships have to be super vulnerable or ultra vulnerable or overly vulnerable it, well, no friendship should be overly vulnerable, but like <laughs> overtly vulnerable is what I meant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that there isn't a certain um, requirement to be open to the idea of being vulnerable with someone because there's no real, I don't know. I For me, like, you know, there's all, everything is my opinion that I say, but like for me, my my true opinion is that if you are closed off to the idea of ever being vulnerable with someone, like that's where that connection stops. And Mm. it might not stop, you know, with you, you know, texting each other or talking to each other now and then or parting together or Instagramming or whatever that, that communication might not stop. But if you're not really communicating uh, 
with an with an ounce of vulnerability then then you can only really get as close to people yeah. as you allow people to get mm-hmm. to you and it's like i think for me when it comes to connection one of my things is i want to be close to people because i want to be there for them but i don't necessarily want them to be there for me back all the time mm-hmm. and then that drives wedges between like my closest friends and not to say that there's resentment there but that's when we are most distant is when I'm like okay no don't be there for me I'll be there for you but like no <laughs> you know yeah. and it's never like an intentional like don't be there for me but like I think that's what I'm saying with my closing off and 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 pulling away mm-hmm. um do you yeah. I mean I don't know what, are, what I are feel you? like it's usually a fear of like being a burden at least for me yeah, like that's no, I agree. How that has manifested. Yeah. It's this idea that you you don't want people to. I mean, look, I've had a burden conflict for as long as I can remember, and and it really warps the way that you connect with people because it's not just you. I don't know, like it's not just you being like, oh yeah, I, I don't want to be a burden. It's really like someone can directly be like hey if you ever need anything please let me know i love to help i love you so much blah it's it's someone can directly be saying all of that to you and you can still in your mm-hmm. head be like do not bother this person do not like yeah. mm-hmm. not um you know do not ask for help um do you feel like there is a connection for you in your experiences of like not wanting to be a burden and the way in which you let people in or like the way that you have connected with the people that you're close to right now probably I've never thought about it directly but when you phrase it like that yes because I am one of those people that's like if you ever need to talk or something like just reach out doesn't matter what time like heads up I might not respond right away if I'm sleeping but like I'm here (laughs) for you no matter what because like that's I want people to know that like I mean that and that's the truth and like if in that moment I can't help you, I'll be like, give me an hour or whatever the case is. I'll let you know, like, I'm here for you. I need this to happen right now. And then I'm fully yours. And that's because, like, I'm scared <laughs> that, like, yeah. when I reach out, it's like, oh, my God, like, I'm I'm a burden. Like, they don't have time for me or, like, they have too many things going on in their life. Like, even if they said that, like, what if, what if now is not a good time? Yeah. So then with me, I'm like, like, just reach out we'll work it out whatever the thing is there's a a ways no yeah I mean that makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. and I I agree like I feel very like I relate a lot to what you were saying and and there's that old adage that like cliche I'm gonna mess it up but to paraphrase this idea that like the people who are the kindest are the people who like have Mm. the most like worries or like have face the most hardships or whatever that saying is this idea connects to this idea that the way that we show up for people are like the way that we like desperately need people to show up for us or Mm -hmm. we want like um you know at our core because I think I make a lot of emphasis on this idea of like building connections and, and wanting to have you know I mean space for people but really have you know be involved in communities or create communities or host moments and events and these ideas of like carving out space and time for people um Mm -hmm. because I think like at my core like my biggest worry is that there isn't any space or time to be carved out for myself um Mm -hmm. and I don't like I mean duh but like when you feel or think or go through something that's very vague but uh, you don't that's negative or that makes you feel negatively you don't want people to go through that thing so I think everything you do then becomes about like okay how do I positively like put a spin on these things that I'm very aware of We're, we're we're gonna go there for a second do you think that there are moments because we are both very like we're both people who are like very emotionally connected to the people that we love and care about mm-hmm. and want to be there for. But do you feel like there's been moments and you don't have to like specify anything, but that that has opened up a door for people to see that in you and it become a codependency kind of situation? There's only like one, I guess, recent development in a friendship of mine that mm. 
feels like maybe it went a little down that road. But still, I don't know. Like, it doesn't seem fully harmful. Okay, basically, long story short, a friend, very close friend, like, we talk all the time. We were catching up. It had been a while since I'd heard from them, so we were catching up. And they shared something that I was not expecting, Mm -hmm. which is fine, um, and was very intense. And that was, I th- I feel like that was the first time in my life that I really, like, with a friend was like, I don't know if I can handle this. Like, I don't know mm. if I can hold this space as much as I want to because it's a lot. And then with that, at the same time, it's like, okay, it's a lot for me. It's like, how much is it for them? I can't say yeah. no. Like, what kind of friend am I? Well, that opens up another door, though. I think your story made me think, okay, less about the other person's intention because that takes either someone stating it or a lot of inferring or a lot of therapy. So (laughs) more to speak on our own experiences, uh, maybe on the other side of that shoe or the other side of that foot or the, I don't think either one of those are the saying, but on the other (laughs) side of that situation, (laughs) no, I'm making up sayings. You heard it here first. Um, On the (laughs) other side of the situation, right? Do you think that there's a way where we have overexerted ourselves or have, have been there for someone so much so that it is at the detriment to your own health or time or, or mental mm. space? Um, yeah, if you can think of anything. And if you can't, that's totally fine. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think it's possible. Um, like I said before, I think this situation that I had was like the first time that it almost got or that I was like actively worried that it could get to the point where it would be detrimental for me. Um, thankfully it wasn't, they're doing better (laughs) all as well. Um, but that was the first time that I was really like, I don't know if I can hold the same space that I've held before for them. Um, so it's definitely possible. I think that's okay. I I think it's okay to identify. That's another thing I think when it comes to connecting with people, especially when you get really close to people emotionally, like it is okay to like kind of identify when something is out of your, is Mm -hmm. out of your scope, is out of your wheelhouse. It's like, oh, this is bigger than me. It's bigger than what a friend can do or what a friend can be there for or how a friend can fix something. Um, I can really only offer like a listening ear and advice. And, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, a distraction maybe, but I can't really do anything uh, beyond when it comes to big issues. And I think it's okay to right. identify it. I think it's okay to say those things. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's okay for the person who like, sometimes when I find myself in situations where I feel like I have to vent to someone um, or I have to come to someone with an issue or someone asks me about something and I, and I honestly answer, sometimes I make the distinction. It's like, look, I don't even, some like, and truly sometimes it's for the best of both of us. I'm like, I don't need advice. Sometimes I start off saying, I don't need advice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even want you to say anything for like 10 minutes. I just need to say something. And I need us to sit in that I said that out loud. And I need you to hear what I'm saying. And it's an emotional. I think it's their emotional moments where and it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, right? This idea that to connect with someone in in a healthy way, in a holistic way, there has to be vulnerability. And even going back further, there has to be like communication that is honest, mm-hmm. that is direct, truly. Like sometimes right. we get, especially when we're really close to people or like too close to a situation, we get very like trying to speak around things. And that's mm-hmm. something I have to work on because I know I can like really talk around a situation I mean, I've become more direct and that has proven <laughs> to either be what people enjoy or what people hate and that makes it breaks <laughs> things. Because, but that's another thing, right? I, I asked you a question that I think I can answer for myself is I think sometimes I really cultivate how I handle a situation. Actually, this is not, this is not true. I think all the times and I am working on this, that is the truth that I cultivate my reactions to situation based on how it would inconvenience the other person. And so Mm. 
yes, there are moments where I subconsciously that slips through the cracks and I do selfish things or I hurt people. And for those, I try to make atonement. But truly those situations, and that is something that is not a brag, it's just a fact. Those situations are so far in between because I overthink everything. And if me and you had an argument right now during this conversation, I would be racking my brain on how to handle it in a way that doesn't inconvenience you in the future. Like Mm -hmm. that is, it's one of the most insane qualities I have. It's one of my least favorite, but it also (laughs) is one that I'm working on that I am, that I am getting better about that. I'm learning to be more direct and less like coddling about, but it is one of the things. I get it though. I feel like we're very similar in that way. (laughs) Um, So I get it. Yeah, definitely been there. Um, I had another thought and I lost it. Love that. Oh, I was going to, it was, it was related to what you were saying about like open communication and like being able to state those things. Mm -hmm. And that's what ended up happening. Like one, I asked like, do you want advice or do you just need to say this? And then that sparked a conversation. And then I was like, look, this is what I can give you. Is that okay? Do you want that? And then that's how we got through it. But the the issue mm-hmm. was I had never thought that far into this possible situation because who does really like in yeah. just whatever, you know, if a friend ever told me this, right? Not exactly what I say, you know, like it happens sometimes, but like we don't usually think that deep into situations. Right. And sometimes a lot of the situations mm-hmm. that we find ourselves in or our friends find ourselves in or like those conversations are like so out of what you would try to guess or prepare for mm-hmm. and right. and really it's about being present right like being present with yeah. what that person is saying versus like what you think you should say which is another right. thing oh my god yeah not saying or connecting to people in the way that you think you should or that like looks the best or like would have the least I mean, yes, do not go through life trying to cause the most (laughs) amount of damage, but don't go through life trying to cause the least amount of inconvenience or take up the least amount of space or to, because that's not fair to you. It's not fair to the other person. It's also not fair to that, I don't know, the sanctity or the whatever of, of that friendship or relationship or connection. Like if you're not interacting in a way that is genuinely... Mm -hmm you your needs your wants and and your ability to be there for that other person and vice versa then that connection isn't real i don't know that's my hot take it's not it's not (laughs) i shouldn't say not real but it isn't sustainable in a way that if if you start doing that because i have had that situation too especially Mm -hmm. recently when the pandemic hit uh last year and i was really like completely shifting the way i deal with the people around me um in mostly positive ways but also one negative or one thing that reaped negative fruit but was a positive was me learning to not be there for people um in the way that they expected me because I was like that in the past Mm -hmm. like really being there for people in the way that I can be there and the way that I needed to be there and that that's what I mean like if connections are built on a fallacy like a like a curated, this is how I need to be there for them or want Mm -hmm. to look like I'm being there for them or want to feel like I'm being there for them, then the moment that you are there for them and they're there for you in the way that you both are truly are in the moment, in that moment, everything crumbles because it wasn't, everyone's has these expectations for each other and like, why aren't, well, why aren't you doing this anymore? Why aren't you doing this more? It's because we can't. And like we've seen in crisis that falls to the wayside. So you really have to build on um a sturdy foundation and i went on a tyrant but i think that that was on my heart because it was an important one (laughs) it's true it's it's like you everyone always says like be yourself and like whatever but like more more specifically when connecting with others show up you know as yourself so that you Mm -hmm. both can show up as you and them right like my connection with you is very different than my connection with one of our other mutual friends and their connection with you might be different than our, like, you know what I mean? And so we can't try to like make it, one, we can't try to make it monolithic. You can't have all your relationships look and feel the same. They're different, Mm -hmm. you're different people. And two, not just preaching to the listeners. I hope someone's listening and it's really getting their life (laughs) because I 
Y'all better I be taking what, notes. I don't, what just happened? But like suddenly I just <laughs> felt so impassioned about this idea of like building your connections genuinely because just remember like, yes, no one, nothing exists in a vacuum. Me and Brianna don't exist in a vacuum and life will toss us around and has, and has. It's been a long road. Like we've known mm-hmm. each other for so long, Brianna. And like, yeah. I don't think two people who have known each other for this long and have been through this much and been inhabited this many spaces would have survived if they didn't, if they weren't being honest to each moment. And I think that's important. It's not, it's not like, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not trying to calculate or, or what's the, ooh, not calculate, but when you, Oh my God, this is going to bother me. Whatever. It's not trying to keep tabs on how close we are or how Uh, much we talk or how, you know, whatever, or what we look like or how we're, if our, if we're, you know, vibing in the same way, it's really just being honest, you know, about that moment. And it will look completely different than the moment before and after think thinking of us at age, 14 looks nothing like age 17 looks nothing like age 20 looks nothing like now you know what I mean yeah yeah, it's like really you have to be honest at every stage of your life because and you can't hold on to like what it used to be and you can't try Mm -hmm. to make it what it isn't you know and that's a right and I will let Brianna talk for anyone listening is like why am I (laughs) talking it's (laughs) because I am so like I don't know where I'm going my energy shut up but this is this is important because what came up for me when you were saying all that is that's such an unspoken aspect of building connection Mm. because like if you if you don't build the connection on authenticity for each of you in whatever moment you're building the connection more than like more than not that's what's going to lead to someone or both of you feeling isolated at some point in time Mm -hmm. even if you are technically connected and together or talking or whatever the case may be if you don't feel like you can truly be yourself because you haven't been yourself this entire time, of course you're going to feel alone. You're going to feel like no one sees you. No one hears you because they don't know you yet. They know the you that you've given them, which isn't the full you. There's a lot of yous in this, so I'm going to stop. <laughs> but like, they know that's, you, that's but you, reason. and you, and you, and you, <laughs> you as well. Uh, carry the two. <laughs> but that's another reason why it's so important. Yeah. No, that's true. And, and I think... It is truth and like honesty and vulnerability are equally important in connecting with others and being alone because there's a, Mm -hmm. you like being alone and, or kind of thriving in solitude is very different than just being alone. I'm alone right now Mm -hmm. in this room, right? Like if we end this call right now, I'm alone in this room, but there's a difference between being alone in this room and really like being able to flourish in solitude mm-hmm. and being honest with myself, being vulnerable with myself, because that's also important, right? You can't be, it, <laughs> you cannot be vulnerable with other people if you're not vulnerable with yourself, because you have mm-hmm. to figure it out first. And that's not to say that there aren't times where Brianna and I, or any two amount of people or more, I guess it doesn't have to just be two, again, <laughs> hold space where they can process in real time and figure things out as they're talking about it. But that also takes you making the decision, right. I'm going to be honest with myself and these people. I'm going to unfold these things. I'm going to learn these things about myself. Um, you really, there's no way to confide in someone if, you, if you're like not admitting there's an issue or admitting that there's something to confide about. Mm-hmm. That's the first step. That's the choice in this, right? Everything's a choice. You choose to connect with people. You choose to be honest with yourself. You choose to find the balance if you've gone too far. And sometimes that's harder than others. Um, in situations extreme, that's even worse. And that that goes into like, you know, we talked about admitting when things are out of my wheelhouse and it kind of is. There are some extreme examples that are out of my wheelhouse, but in the mundane, that is kind of, Uh, where we're at um do you think that there's something I'm leaving out here like we have been talking back and forth about like 
very big ideas and really scratching the surface and that is okay because we're just here to process and unveil and speak for a lot of time and and kind of take that with us as we go into the world but is there something on your heart right now or something any literally anything from top to bottom that you want to say about connecting with people or being on your own or isolation or codependency etc etc it's not something you left out you actually touched on it a lot um but just to explicitly say it like with all this stuff that we're talking about with connection and solitude and balance and whatnot and authenticity it's gonna change like you mentioned we've known Mm -hmm. each other for so long who we are has changed many times over the course of the time we've known each other our relationship has changed in all directions in many ways and we always come back and it's great and it's okay like nothing is static in life your connection to different people will change can change that's okay your connection to yourself will change can change for the better, for the worse, you know, nothing's linear, nothing's static, and that is okay. And can change also means it can be changed. So if yes. you are struggling with connecting with others, or if you are struggling with listening to your, your inner voice or being in tune with yourself, that can change because it has always been changing. So you can make, you know, not everything is in your control in life. Duh. Mm-hmm. These things aren't even completely in your control. However, there are ways in which you can strengthen the way that you speak to yourself, the way that you connect with yourself, the way you spend time with yourself. There are ways that you can strengthen the way you speak to others. The way There are ways that you can strengthen weak relationships. In the same way that relationships that seem strong can crumble, there are ways that you, it's not, if you were listening to before and you're like, hmm, actually there are a few relationships that I think are pretty weak in connection that's okay because there are ways that you can change for the better or for the worse uh and that like prospect for change is kind of i don't know hope that you know Mm -hmm. things will be all right when they're in flux when they're not at their best um if a relationship is not at its closest or at its most communicative if you're your relationship to self isn't at its most flourishing it'll change and it'll fluctuate and I think that's beautiful to kind of hone in on Brianna because you know not only is it true just in life I mean it's true in this space it's true kind of in this connection with each other um we have gone from two preteens meeting at like such a weird awkward stage (laughs) of life to I think going on this whole journey of of being connected in so many different spaces and and seeing each other at, at weird parts of our lives where like now I sometimes think of like old memories and it's it's not unnatural but it's so different everything mm-hmm. is so different um, and so just as our lives are changing right just as we are no longer in middle school or high school or whatever, just as we're no longer working at this place or doing that thing, we um, grow and change with those things. Our experiences have fed this connection um, and our experiences feed the way that we, that we're not, you know, connected. <laughs> not that we're not connected, but. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You got me with that one a little bit. I'm like, mm, I don't no, think I follow. No. I meant like the ways in which we are like the in the ways <laughs> no in the ways that we're connected to not each other no okay. <laughs> in the ways that we in the ways that are not relevant to this connection specifically ah, like in the ways that we it. relate to the world and ourselves got it got it we're here we're back on track <laughs> oh my goodness um, that was great <laughs> yeah I was trying to have a moment and then I'm the sorry. words. <laughs> no, they, they, no, the words, uh, abandoned in me, abandoned in me, abandoned, abandoned. in me, abandoned me, um, all of that to say, um, I think where we're at is really acknowledging that to find a balance in when to be alone and when to be with others and when to be in communication and when to kind of be in your own head or in your own space, uh, 
all of this emotionally and, and mentally and, and such, it really takes this element of vulnerability, this aspect of honesty and this truth to like what your needs are and what your capabilities are. Because without that, you can't be there for others. You can't be there for yourself. And that is real no way to connect with self or, or others. And I think that's mm-hmm. the way that they're not opposites. Is yeah. Solitude and connection are both, solitude and relationships are both connection. So self and mm-hmm. to others, to the mm-hmm. world. And it is okay to like fluctuate in ways that we connect to things um, at different times and at different spaces of our lives and at different hours. Um, <laughs> and that's totally okay. Uh, is there anything that you want to kind of close off on on your end? Anything you want to put in the city space? Anything you want to echo? Yes, to all of that. And it takes work. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's work. It's not easy. And that's okay. Sometimes it is easy when you've done some of the work and you get used to it. And that's great. But it's work at the end of the yeah. day. Just like any friendship, relationship, relationship to yourself, it all takes work. And with that, I want to thank Brianna. Applause, 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 applause for joining me in the holding space, for having this conversation, for scratching the surface about our relationship, connecting, how we've connected, um, and those things. Uh, I also want to thank all the listeners. Uh, To anyone listening to this, there will be more of the holding space to come for season one. It'll be great. It is all great. Uh, Go back to listen to the first one if you have not already. Um, Rate the podcast or leave comments i be a part of the conversation is what i'm saying i would love for people listening to react respond and you know give your own point of views to uh these topics i'm so open to like jamming about that beyond just these episodes because this is where we are but this isn't where we are leaving off because these conversations are always going to be open uh And with that, I say uh, goodbye and enjoy your day or your night or however, whatever time it is you're listening to this. Say goodbye, Brianna. Bye. Thank you again. (laughs) I don't need to admit. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Yes. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) 